My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to stop by and tune in and, you know, walk away with some information that could be vital for your good health and well-being. You know, I was talking with someone yesterday and they said they never knew there was so much getting healthy because they never ever had to think about getting unhealthy. And I thought that was pretty profound. I mean, seriously, when you think about it, you know, the things we do every single day become almost commonplace, almost like we're on autopilot. You know, if you're eating an unhealthy diet, if you're living an unhealthy lifestyle, if you're making unhealthy choices, you know, um, guess what? Comes pretty easy. But getting healthy means you have to think about getting rest, think about being active, think about taking your supplements, think about what you're eating and chewing and how we're thinking and our attitude. And boy, there's some work involved there. Is it worth it? Of course. Is it easy? No. If it was really easy, everybody would do it without even thinking. But the thing is, you know, I think that if we could get the mindset to allow ourselves to get started a little bit earlier rather than later, I think the journey would be a little bit better. Every day here on the show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, we talk about the alternatives, the compliments, the choices that are out there for us to make, maybe updating our ideas on how things were years ago and how they are today, maybe helping us realize that maybe the supplementation we used in the past may be now a little bit obsolete due to better ways of doing things that are more effective, more economical, maybe even being able to take less supplements because of the blended combinations. You know, I, I think that confusion is probably bigger part more than anything else. And I think one of the things is, is once we get past the confusion, I think we're going to be able to be a lot better in our routines. And I think that that's pretty cool. I also bring you the best guests in the industry, the formulators, the company founders, the movers, the shakers, the educators, the informants that are out there working every day, going through the books, going through the studies so that they can bring us all of this information so that we can make better, wiser, healthier decisions very important. So I hope that you'll tune in throughout the week. Remember, if you can't tune in live, courtesy of Lotus Broadcasting, my awesome producer, Jeffrey, uh, you can go to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, where Lisa will post the podcast on the Stay Healthy webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, for on-demand podcast downloads when it's convenient for you. 
you know, heading to Stay Healthy Health Food Store is also part of the process because learning, getting informed, being educated is a really great place to start. But then you need to go somewhere with that information. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. In their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, doing what they do and doing it well, actually exceptionally well every day, informing and answering questions and having conversations and dialogues and um, keeping this amazingly fully packed full service store up and running and ready to go every single day. You know, we thank them and I, I did yesterday, you know, we thank them for all their hard work during the pandemic for staying open and keeping us healthy and keeping the shelves as stocked as they could in the middle of a time when you could barely get anything to put on the shelves. They did it. They're amazing. And they kept a lot of us really, really healthy. So personally, I'm very grateful for them. And I know many of you are as well. Stay healthy. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494 for information. To schedule mail order services. Maybe you just want them to get your order together so you can swoop in and pick it up because you've got a crazy day. You don't want to run out, but you don't have time to do what you usually like to do, which is kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, peruse around the store, which is always fun. They can get it together for you, and all you have to do is swoop in and pick it up. How cool is that? And remember that webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. All you have to do is go there. You can print coupons to use in the store. You can enter your email address for future newsletters. And on top of that, what you can do, which is great, is you can listen to any of the radio show podcast. All good stuff available for you at Stay Healthy. They really have taken the health food store, vitamin store, um, to a whole new level. It's an experience every time you go, and you'll be glad that you are part of the Stay Healthy family. Well, it's kind of hard today to go anywhere where people are not experiencing, talking about, hearing about, reading about stress. We are all edgy and nervous and anxious and just exhausted, I think, more than anything else. And we've been that way for a long time. The last year and a half obviously did not help. So we're going to be talking to the Robinsons today, Carl and Joan, and we're going to be talking about products in their groundbreaking liquid herbal tincture line that might just help us deal better with stress, maybe some anxiousness, and calming, definitely calming. So if you have not had the absolute incredible distinct pleasure of hearing my friends in the past, let me give you some background. Carl is a clinical and formulary herbalist with over 40 years experience as a master herbalist. His specialized schooling in herbal pharmacognosy and pharmacology with emphasis on liquid herbal preparations and formulations led him to develop his revolutionary and totally alcohol-free liquid herbal processing technology that led to the founding of Cedar Bear Naturals. He was also a lead developer on the process for making Cedar Bear's unique alcohol-free liquid nescient iodine. Both technologies were firsts ever in the dietary supplement industry. Over the last 40 years, Carl has developed hundreds of herbal formulations, both for other companies as well as for Cedar Bear. Joan Robinson is a traditional herbalist 
with well over 25 years experience in researching and writing about herbs and natural health. Joan is also a certified meditation and yoga instructor, a former professional actress and voice talent, and a professionally trained classical singer. Having a lifelong autoimmune condition, Joan has used cedar bear herbs to help keep her health in balance and has been the cedar bear's mama bear from the very beginning. She focuses on organic gardening, healthful cooking, and wellness. Carl and Joan raised their blended family of 11 children with cedar bear liquid herbs and have used their products for the fur kids too and are busy developing the organic growing and learning programs at Cedar Bear Herb Farm. Help me welcome my guest. Hey guys. Hello hey. there. How are you doing? I understand you did quite a travel the last couple of weeks. Oh my goodness, I've been on the road. I'll be on the road for probably the next 15 weeks. So um, it's uh, a lot of traveling, but I love it, you know, and uh, I was going nuts talking to the walls at home. So this is so much nicer. <laughs> well, that's, that's great. And the company that's sponsoring you, they obviously know their stuff to have you be their spokesperson. My hat's off to them. Uh, thank you very, very much. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It really is nice to be able to be back out here again. And you know, the the last year and a half was very hampering for a lot of people. You know, that's one reason we're doing our topic today. I'm talking to people that I know to be very solid in their affirmations and people that I thought were always so resilient. And it's amazing how many of them are now experiencing a lot of stress, a lot of anxiousness, you know, trying to settle, trying to sleep, trying to stay calm. And I never, ever thought, you know, sometimes, you know, people, you think they are just the They've got cast iron stomachs and a fortitude of, of energy, and you feel that they're always the one that you could always go to, that they're made of steel. But even everybody can wilt a little bit during the times of stress. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. And then when they get uh, hemmed in and can't stretch and move around, um, that just adds to it, especially for people that are more social and gregarious oriented. Mm-hmm. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. You know, I, um, I've been found myself, you know, I'm pretty comfortable and pretty, um, easygoing and, and, and that kind of stuff. But the last year was hard on me and, you know, I had some really sick friends that went through some stuff during it as well. So it was a really, really rough year. It just feels like there's a little bit of the light at the end of the tunnel out there now. And I know we're proceeding with caution, but still feels nice to actually even be in the tunnel. Well, it does. I just hope people aren't, don't get too stupid and create a big problem backlash come the, with this upcoming winter. That's my biggest mm -hmm. concern is, uh, and Americans are notorious for their hubris and uh, arrogance. I mean, it's our exceptionalism that we have, you know, thinking. And mm -hmm. th th this crisis has by no means been put to bed. And this next winter is going to determine how quickly it can finally be put to bed or we keep cycling and rumbling and rock and rolling with it or whatever you want to call it. So I, I, I say to the people, you know, be smart, you know, be smart. Uh, take care of our health. And take care of ourselves. You know, yesterday I spoke to a group of older folks and they had all come from, um, they had all come from a local adult community and I was talking with them and there was a lot of coughing and a lot of stuff going on in that room. And I thought to myself, Jeffrey, put your mask on. So I did only because of, 
I just was like, you know, I could almost see the germs and stuff in the air. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm not being neurotic. I'm being protective. And I'm just trying to to be smart here. So I did that. I met with them, talked with them after, and then I left and went to another group. And it was a much different environment. And I didn't wear my mask then. And I think that that idea of flexibility, maybe per situation and event, may be something that some of us are probably going to follow through with. Well, where we live, we live out in the rural area, the oil patch. That kind of tells you the political leanings and the feelings towards vaccines and wearing masks and well the county next door just went to a super spreader status they are high uh, alert and the county we're in is at moderate moving towards super spreaders so you know we're sitting here knowing knowing and experiencing that this 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 dance is not over and yes people's stupidity absolute abject stupidity is is just continuing to add to the problem one of our employees she got it or all of her kids got it she probably got it from her husband who went into ICU and yeah and then we have other employees that are from the same area four of them tested positive with symptoms anything from just very very hard to handle irritating allergy like symptoms to having to go to the hospital and spend some time in the hospital. It's not over, folks, so don't get overconfident and, and stupid. And I like hearing what you did, Jeffrey. You went when people were showing indications of an al- uh, what I call an alert, alar- alert, alarm, you put your mask on. My hat's off. You know, oh, well, you know, uh, thank you. Um, you know, people talk about last year, how we didn't have a flu season last year. Well, we really didn't because we weren't doing all the normal things that we usually do. And most people were home. And if you are out, you were masked. So we didn't see the runny nose, itchy eyes, congestion, coughing, fever, flu season that we normally do at health food stores every single year. But my, my druthers and my, would be to, to have the same thing happen again this year. But I have a feeling it's going to be the opposite. I think we're going to see a flu and cold season. I think we're going to see a pretty good one because people have been caged for a long time and and human nature is going to to out you know i guess win in this situation and i think we're going to end up having a pretty heavy flu season this year i agree and i get it you know uh cabin fever and you know having to be under such imposed and self-imposed restrictions and stuff. But you know what? These viruses, they don't give a crap. They have no rules. They are just what they are. And the only way we overcome it is by being smart. Well, let's, let's address a little bit of what's going on out there. I'm hearing from people every day you know, who really want to go to their doctors and start taking things like benzodiazepines and Xanax and Ativan and and all these different kinds of things because they're, I mean, I get it. The struggle is real. I get it. I understand that stress is overtaking and uh, causes cloudiness and fogginess and mood swings and irritability and all these things. I get it 100%. But the thing is, you know, that should be maybe the last stop on your train because I think there's a lot of cars on that track that you could try before you went to there. I mean, are there people that are going to need to do that? Probably. 
Are there people that everybody needs or situations when everybody needs to do that? No. So I would love it if you would talk about, you know, the power of, of herbs for stress and for calming and maybe some ideas how people should progress through the line, maybe where they should think of starting, maybe what they should think of combining. I'd love to get your take on this because, you know, this is what you do and you're good at it. Yeah. Well, the first thing always is drink plenty of water, but, uh, you know, dealing with stress, one of the easiest ways as far as herbs are concerned, of course, is our pink track products, which are in liquid form, easy mm -hmm. enough to carry in the purse or in the lunch pail or whatever, and to take the herbs throughout the day, one of the things that a lot of people do with our product is they turn those pink tracks into a tea. They take uh, hot water or warm water, really good warm water, and they'll put in a two or three dropper full into that water, and then they'll sip that water, and so they're drinking the tea. Now, the neat thing about taking our product that way is that the sipping of the warmer water actually has a relaxing effect on the body. Mm. Just the, the, the ritual of drinking uh, part of it has to do with the way the palate of the, uh, of, the, of the mouth works. Because you're doing sipping, you're flexing the back of the palate, that actually has a calming, reflex, calming sort of action throughout the whole body. And that's why drinking a cup of tea slowly can oftentimes uh, uh, relax a person profoundly. And actually... Doing the same thing with a glass of water will have a similar effect. So that's a good Let place me ask you, to start. I think it is. Do you do you think that people could be so stressed that herbs would not give them the benefit? I, I've never seen anybody that didn't even get some kind of a, a benefit when they were trying to relax with something herbal. I mean, they may eventually take in a little bit more because they were really in a really terrible state. But I mean, I've always known people to, and especially with the with the Tink Track liquid herbs, you know, because they're liquid. And like you said, you can make a tea. I mean, I call them herbs on the go because I carry them everywhere. I take them on the plane. I add them to my water bottle and drink it cold. I'm sitting right here with a cup of tea right now um, with green tea. And I, I put different tinctures in my tea on the road um, because you're in a different environment. I do it at home when I'm in my studio all day long. I mean, I carry these things with me all the time because they have proven themselves to work in so many different categories, be it immune or be it focusing on staying focused and staying, you know, calm. I have a tendency to go from zero to 100 very quickly. I eventually pull on the brakes very fast and pull back, but I'm really quick to press the accelerator. Overreacting? Mm, probably. Um, but it's usually for a good reason. And usually the reason is for someone else that I'm trying to defend, if you, if you understand what I mean. Mm. Well, Jeffrey, there's, there's three aspects to using herbs, whether it's our herbs or any other herbs in any other form whatsoever. But there are three aspects we have that, that, that the uh, listener, the user of herbs needs to realize. One, there are certain herbs that are extremely uh, potent. You will feel the results in a fairly short period of time, if not within just a few minutes. We have to be very, very careful with those kinds of herbs because they also can have toxic aspects to them. So they're kind of like right there on the edge. 
dancing the dance with drugs. And so we don't do those kinds of herbs. And those that do try to do them should do them only in the presence of a qualified clinical herbalist or practitioner who is, is not only schooled but experienced in their use. The second level of herb use has to do with those herbs that when we take them, we, we have the effect that may be felt over a period of maybe within the day uh, or within a couple of days, and we have to be very, very patient with that uh, because, you know, that those types of herbs are the ones that actually do more benefit for us in the long run. And then there's another class of herbs that we're known for, and that's those nutritive-based herbs, those that take weeks and months to do their job because they're building our stamina, they're building our vitality, they're basically giving the body the tools to rebuild and regenerate itself. So we have to understand that when we're taking herbs, all three of those factors are to one degree or another involved. Um, and again, when someone is sipping a tea, just the, the ritual of sipping the tea has a profound effect. Now add to that something like chamomile, oh boy, or even kava kava. Um, those herbs, especially kava, are kind of in between that second spot I spoke to and the first, where you feel an effect in a fairly short period of time, or you may feel it really in a cumulative way over the next few days if you're drinking it once or twice a day. Kava is a good example of doing that. Do you feel that these herbal products can be used every single day? And if you do decide to find a winning combination and you find it, can we stay on it? Or do we need to maybe take a break from it once in a while? What do you think? It depends on the herb and the herbs mm -hmm. used together. For instance, kava. I think kava's fine taking it for one, maybe two weeks, but I think you need to give yourself a week's break from it. The same thing with chamomile. Actually, the same with most herbal products because we have to do the same with foods. Name me somebody who can eat the same food day in and day out and not eventually have to stop eating it because their body starts saying, whoa, whoa, that's enough. Give me a break. Herbs are the same way. So as far as how quickly you need to do it depends on the strength and the action of the earth. Chamomile, you could probably take for three or four weeks every single day, and then it's a good idea to go off for a week or so. Whereas with kava, you use it for a week or two, and then you need to go off of it for a week or so. So yes, you should cycle your, your herb use just like you cycle your food use. We even have things like our herbal minerals and our daily products. I recommend that after three or four months of taking them, take a one or two bre uh, holiday break to let the body kind of reset itself and then start back up. Does this all make sense? It does, but I had another question I was going to ask. Let's say that you have three or four of these that you really, really like. And maybe you do three weeks with one, and then you go to the other one for three weeks, and then you go to another one for three weeks, and then maybe another one for three weeks, and then you start over again. Would that be preferable? Absolutely, as long as you've okay. got four herbs that are doing what you want it or are close to doing what you want to do. That is a fantastic approach to the use of herbs. 
without creating buffering systems in your body that put up a wall. Our body is made to not be inundated with the same thing day in and day out. There's actually only, as far as complex foods and things and things we take in our body, that we have to have every minute and every day, and that's oxygen and water. Okay. Somebody no. just chimed in really quick, and I know you can answer this. It says, I'm one of those people that went to the pharmacy first, and I did a couple years of medications for stress and anxiety, and I finally got off of them. Um, I couldn't handle them anymore. The side effects were getting to be terrible. I've been going to stay healthy for about 10 years now, but about two years ago, right after I went off the medication, I started working with Marge on the natural side. She did give me a couple of the cedar bear herbs, which I found to be extremely beneficial and like you say, Jeff, good tasting. And I'm wondering, um, do people ever go that way? You know, rather than going to the natural to the prescription, do you ever find people that do prescription like I did get disgusted and then go natural? <laughs> All the time. All the time. Absolutely. All the time. And the, the herbal support is so wonderful because, especially with cedar bear herbs, you're nutrifying, you're building, you're balancing with really whatever herb or formula you choose. They're full of all those nutrients your body is craving for. And when your your brain and your heart and your endocrine system and your immune system get the nutrients they need, they work better and your whole system relaxes and is working better with you rather than against you. You know, it's interesting. We're probably one of the few, if not the only, herbal product company out there that has a, an emphasis on the micronutrient aspect of the herb. Mm -hmm. And what's neat is our extraction process removes a high percentage of those out of the herb's cellulotic matrix because you can't digest cellulose. And it makes it available. And because it's in that all-natural colloidal uh, ionized form, it doesn't take as much of those particular micronutrients to get into the body and do what needs to be done, hence the nutritional, uh, we call it the secondary, but all important long-term benefit of the Tink Tract product. You know, this question comes up a lot, and and I know this is probably something that you'll suggest that people talk with their medical practitioner about, but just your viewpoint, which would be important to me. Let's say that you are still on the pharmaceuticals. They're not doing the job, um, or they're not doing the job completely. And the doctor says, well, let's just keep giving it a try. They're not really to let you off of them yet. Do you know people that may incorporate in some of the natural alternatives? Maybe discussing it with their doctor first, uh, but you know, is, is, that a, is that a possibility? That is, but yeah, when you're dealing, there are there are three classes of, of drugs that I tell people you've got to work with your doctor on. And one is thyroid medication, thyroid and cardiovascular medication, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and the third one is psychotropics, like antidepressants and things like that, uh, uh, sleeping, you know, pills, things to get to sleep and all that. If they're taking that and insisting on continuing to do that. They must work with their doctor, and it's a good idea if the individual spends a little time going to Google University and <laughs> researching, you know, what the drug-herb interactions might be. There's a lot of excellent information out there. Agreed, 100%.
And and I think that when when people do start having those conversations and those dialogues, you know, it it creates a better success rate because you know both of you are on the same, you know, at least on the same conversation at that point in time. Well, and let's, um, let's say an individual is having to take some kind of a blood thinner. There are certain herbs that themselves can have a blood conditioning, blood thinning effect. You would True. not want to mix that with the blood thinners and increase the, the uh, potential of the blood thinners. So something like that. Or let's say that somebody is on uh, antidepressants and they're on the kind that really calms them down. No, I wouldn't recommend taking kava, leastwise not without the doctor being part of it to determine how much to take and the fact that it's a doctor that's really interested in the health of the individual. They can work a program where they have the person come off of the drug while they're using the herb at a small amount but increase the amount of the herb while decreasing the drug, but at the same time doing all that based on observing two things. One is the effect, what's the person experiencing, and two, getting the blood draws to determine what the blood levels of the drug are sitting at. Because what happens when they take something that potentiates the effect of a drug, which means the drug level helps it work better. Helps it work better, but at the same time, it doesn't use up the half-life as quickly, so the drug begins to build up in the bloodstream mm and they have to readjust the dose. That's why it's very important that there is always a drug-herb uh, interaction aspect when mixing drugs with herbs. Okay, no, that gives me clarity, thank you. And I know a lot of people are, are gonna get that information and, and run with it. Um, talk about one of my favorite herbs, and this one seems to jump into this category either on its own merits or maybe from the thousand years that it's been recommended, uh, ashwagandha? Oh, wow. Oh, ashwagandha is so wonderful. It is considered an adaptogen. All an adaptogen really means the ability to, to work with the body in adapting to stress. Um, it was their Russians, actually, that came up with the term. Uh, and when they did their studies on their own, uh, uh, Siberian ginseng, it's called, but eleuthero root. It's in the same category as ashwagandha. Now, ashwagandha in India is considered, I think it's four, one of the four sacred herbs. And so, Joan, go ahead. Oh, absolutely. It is, well, the ginseng of India. It's not a ginseng. In fact, Jeff, I am growing ashwagandha in our herb gardens right now. I'm so excited. It's my first time growing it. Hmm. Uh, it is—it's considered the king of herbs, and its last Latin name of somnifera means sleep-inducing. It helps the nervous system calm, but it, at the same time, the beauty of ashwagandha is it helps build strength and stamina. So, in fact, ashwagandha in Hindi means horse smell because it, it smells like a sweaty horse. You—you you said something that was kind of cool that you're growing ashwagandha. And then it just kind of made me think to myself about growing herbs ourselves. And I think that's a wonderful thing to do. But people may not realize how much of that herb that it takes to make that little tiny bottle of ashwagandha. <laughs> well, it does take a bit of, a, of the herb because we're <clears throat> tracking out the uh, beneficial 
parts of it and concentrating it into that uh, one ounce or two ounce bottle depending on the product. <laughs> the thing is, that's why we call our product herbal concentrate. Absolutely. In fact, ashwagandha in the wild in India has been over-harvested, and so they've been scrambling to have more uh, cultivated farms And uh, because it's the root you have to use. So to, mm-hmm. to get that herbal medicine, you have to take the whole plant. It's not like a leaf or a stem or a flower or a seed where the plant can still live. Uh, so, yes, it takes a bunch of these root plants to be able to make a little bit of the herbal support. It's now, so interesting to me. You know, I think to myself sometimes, hey, Joan, you know, when these things have been around for such a long time, it makes you think that, number one, there's great credibility and longevity, but number two, were they stressed out, burnt out messes way back then too? <laughs> well, yeah, in fact, when you read the epics, like the Mahabharata, and some of the other historical texts of India, uh, they were, uh, for a period of time, in constant war, especially during the Mughal incursions. And so the North and the South were constantly at war. The people have always had to struggle, uh, the majority of the people, with a subsistence level of living, and because they have a caste system there, and have had it for centuries, actually for millennia, so, yes, India is a country that is a paradox. They have a system of meditation and yoga mm. and and their beliefs where they can go into profound states of relaxation and, and uh, spiritual uh, attunement. But at the same time, their day-to-day living is so darn stressful, it's unbelievable. I've talked to people who've been to India... And we'll be walking down the street, and they say, the stress, the intensity of the people is palpable. You know, I have a friend that went over there and studied for four months and was at an ashram for four months. Mm. And was at a point in his life when the stress levels have gotten terrible out of control. And he went back there just to find his balance because he wasn't finding it here, too many deaths and business stress. So he took four months off and he never took time off in his whole life. And he went there and he talked about how they they drank tea and drank ashwagandha tea three, four times a day and how it took him three weeks to learn how to even relax. Hmm. And he goes, but once he found it, once he learned how to shut down and actually focus, he said it was probably one of the most life-changing things. He went over there with severe cardiovascular disease, severe diabetes. Uh, he went over there, he ate a completely different diet, mm. lived a completely different life, came back 60 pounds lighter, more mm. in tune than he was ever in his life. And his doctor said, I don't know what you did. He goes, but whatever you did, I hope that you'll continue to do some of it. So he stayed, he came back to the States for about three months and decided he sold all of his businesses, sold everything, and moved back to India. And he's been there now for, for quite a while. And um, he's now teaching some of those classes to stressed-out business people from the West. Wow, and, what um, a story! You know, the mm-hmm. interesting thing is, Jeffrey, is while I say that there's a lot of stress in India, what they have that we don't have, it's in their culture. <clears throat> it's almost like it's hardwired into the people. 
they have this unique mm-hmm. unique ability to experience stress, be in stress, but walk away from it and put themselves into a relaxed state. And part mm-hmm. of it, you are correct, is they drink lots of tea, lots of ashwagandha tea, and tulsi, holy basil. Which they drink a lot of that. The balancer, Which too. is the balancer. And it's an amazing thing, but there are people that are quite resilient when it does come to stress because they've learned how to turn it off. Hmm. I got to tell you, the last picture he talked sent to me looked like a picture that I remember him in 40 years ago. I mean, I could not believe it. He literally turned back wow. the hands of time and his stress level. He's on no medications. Uh, I would say he's probably more vegetarian than anything because he lives on lots of vegetables and fruits and rice and yeah. healthy, exercises every day. Um, I think his religious choices have changed also as well. I figured that would. And um, his his focus has changed. But boy, I mean, he used to be one of those people that if you were walking down the street with, you couldn't catch up with. And now <laughs> you got to slow down just to walk with him because they just kind of, he strolls now. His life so, is strolling. My so gosh. He saunters through life. <laughs> um, that, mm-hmm. is, that is just beautiful. So, and he... He mentioned that they drank ashwagandha tea several times a day. Mm-hmm. It does, it's given to young children and older people that their vitality has been has waned to help re-strengthen their health and vitality. It's a great herb also for athletes because it helps strengthen their resiliency and stamina. How do you feel that an old-timer like Valerian fits <laughs> into this mix? Oh, my gosh. I'm growing valerian, too. We've had it in the gardens for several years. Uh, valerian's a pretty plant, and it has these beautiful white umbrals that, uh, that have the little teeny weeny weeny flowers. Um, valerian, its Latin name is valeri, which means to be strong and healthy, but it strengthens and calming our nerves are relaxing our muscles and helps people get restful sleep. And both of those herbs, ashwagandha and uh, valerian, have been used for thousands and thousands of years. You know what's interesting is I know how uh, valerian smells, like <laughs> Limburger che- cheese and dirty feet. Yeah, um, gym socks is what I call it. <laughs> does- yes. Does the, does the plant smell like that in the garden, or does it only smell like that when we're using it in a, a tincture or a soft gel? You know, it's, it doesn't smell bad, but it doesn't smell great in the garden. Uh, I have um, smelled it, wafting, and gone, oh, yeah, that's the valerian. It's the root that does, oh, my gosh, when... Early on in Cedar Bear, um, they'd be processing, you know, one day they were processing valerian. I didn't know. I actually was running around trying to find out who may have their shoes off because I was smelling stinky gym socks. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it's terrible. But, but I'll it tell you what. good. Well, you found a way to make it taste good because yeah. it does not taste good any other oh. way. Um, but that's, that's, that's just... That's something no, that you guys have learned how to do. You're right. You're, you're right. It's awful. You're absolutely right. Cedar bears taste good. That's Isn't that amazing? It's in the process. A question just came in. It says, you lightly touched on kava. 
uh, I've heard a lot about kava over the years. Is kava for anybody, or are there some people that can't use kava? Well, children that are under two should not, or two or three, should not be using kava. And mm -hmm. kava is it's pretty strong. It's been given the bad rap of being bad for the liver. <clears throat> but the, that happened back in the a uh, couple of decades ago when one of the large German companies was doing massive amounts of kava uh, plant. But what they were doing was they were having their harvesters get the plant and instead of using just the root, which the Polynesians already knew, uh, they were using the aerial parts as well. And it's the aerial parts that have highly toxic, hepatotoxic components, things that are very hard on the liver. Uh, the root itself, it's a very questionable if it's even that harmful to the liver because the root actually has components that are uh, helpful to the liver. So the thing that's being done now is, is because of its strong action, like I said earlier, use it for a period of time and then take a holiday from it. Do the rotation thing. Um, you know, it's amazing, but when the thing broke about, oh, kava is this and this and that, it hurt the liver, and it was found out that this company was using aerial parts, the only company in the world, by the way, that did that, uh, and I'm not going to mention their name, but they, uh, the Polynesian community went up in arms and said, good Lord, for centuries we've known never to use the aerial parts the animals taught us not to do that. They won't eat it either. They won't eat it either. But they said the root is a different story. They've never had any problems throughout their whole history with the root causing health-related problems. Now, the Latin name for kava is piper methysticum, means intoxicating right. pepper, because huh. it is... Bitter, but and kava means bitter in Tongan language. But it relaxes. It's a sedative. It's it also no, gives no, 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 no. It's not a sedative. Uh, it's a relaxant. It's a re yeah. Hmm. Here's the thing: you can use kava. Your body will relax, but your mind will stay fully in in, uh, in function. And it helps you feel really good. Yeah. It was called <laughs> the it was called the mediation uh, remedy. In Polynesian culture, it's how two arguing parties came together and worked out their differences because they couldn't get up and beat each other to, to bits because they were too relaxed. <laughs> I love. Well, to clarify, aerial, you mean everything that grows above ground? Yes. Okay, so all the plant and the leaves and stuff are discarded, and the root is the part that's the gold mine. That's what we're looking that, for. That's right, and that is the only part of kava. That should ever be used. Why in the world did this company decide to use the aerial when everybody, even you know, in all these other countries, were like, "What are you doing?" Because they took a very science approach to the use of herbs, and they found in their research that the kava lactones were super high in the aerial parts. What they didn't understand was that there were other components that negated any of the benefits from the kava lactones. Yeah, it created quite a, uh, a an event in the herbal in the herbal product and scientific community. We almost had it banned here in the United States, but our trade association stepped in and said, "No, no, 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 no. Here's the science. 
the industry here in America does not use the aerial parts. This is a European problem. You know what's really interesting is I have a friend who was in that part of the world and they have these Kaaba huts that are actually set <laughs> up and they're dirt floors and all the men go there and they drink this thick black Kaaba beverage. And one of my, my friends was there and he was doing some research on herbs and he said that he drank this and his arms and shoulders went completely limp. Uh -huh. And his hands were just kind of hanging at the side, and everyone was just in such a state of absolute incredible relaxation. Yet they were still talking and conversing. He said, but your body was so mellow. And he's, and it's kind of disgusting, but he goes, the reason they had dirt floors was this beverage was so thick that it actually made you almost spit up a little bit of mucus, and they would just do that on the dirt. Oh and my they God. didn't have floors, oh but they said that it was, you'd leave hours later in the most relaxed state you've ever been in in your life. And he said, I was a little nervous at the beginning, but I kind of liked it after about a half hour. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Well, I'll well tell you. surprisingly, it's not addictive. <laughs> it can habituate, a person can become habituated to it. But as far as a chemical addiction, it doesn't do that to the body, which is uh, another plus with it. Now, you know how echinacea has a numbing effect at the back of the tongue and the tip of the tongue? Yes, yes. Kava has the same exact numbing effect in the mouth. And then you know uh. you have a good kava. Oh, I want to tell you a funny uh, cedar bear story is that we also have a formula. Besides single herb, we have the formula kava calm, and we've done that one for years. One day... Um, uh, a store owner called me up and told me that she says, oh, when she was ordering the Kava Calm, she says, I want to tell you, we have a children's play group, our neighborhood and our women, the women get together and we let the children play, you know, preschoolers. And and we pull out the Kava Calm and I, I, th I thought she was going to say, give it to the children. She says, and I pass the Kava Calm to all the parents <laughs> and boy, Everything's good. We have a wonderful time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, Mother Mother Nature gives us so many incredible things. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and sometimes we're just not aware. Sometimes I call that um, misguided naiveness because maybe <laughs> we may not know. And uh, But once we do learn what's available out there, it really, in this case, in this instance, may have a lot of people second-guessing running just to the drugstore for the pharmaceutical when there are things that are very visibly effective, you oh, know, for helping to relax. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need to backstep one thing to valerian root, and that is this is not a good herb for people that are truly hyperactive. It can wire, it, they're wired a little backwards, so it can cause agitation rather than calmness. But that's a small mm -hmm. minority of the people out there. Another thing, I'm one of them. Another thing <laughs> to bring up is we were talking about those drug-herb interactions. If somebody yes. is on any kind of liver medication, they should be very careful to consult with their physician before even attempting to use valerian root. Really? Or kava. You know, most of the doctors today are a lot better with their 
understanding uh, of herbal alternatives, which what I would I hate calling them an alternative. I'd rather just calling them herbs in general because I don't think they should be an alternative. In many cases, I think they should be the first line of defense. But thank you for pointing that out. I appreciate that. I call instead of alternatives, I call them options. Uh, you got drug options. You got herb options. Choose. Yeah. So your ashwagandha, like your Tulsi um, holy basil, your lemon balm, your chamomile flower, these are really fine for most everyone. Uh, but as Carl pointed out, some that are a little stronger in action, like the valerian and the kava, if you've got a medical condition, you need to work with the uh, your medical side. Perfect. I'm going to start using options. I'm stealing that. Yeah, Thank you. Options. <laughs> I think it just it, it, it just makes a little bit more sense. You know, we're seeing more and more people that are coming coming around to natural options. Oh. And um, and I think that's wonderful. Um, it's funny. I remember my grandmother when she was alive used to talk about all these different herbs. I mean, if you got hurt, she would go in the garden and take things and do a poultice. I mean, it was just what she did and what she knew. I mean, she was like the crazy witch doctor, but that kind of stuff is what got me into this industry. So I thank her for being her crazy self uh, because she really, really got me involved. Um, Guys, thank you so much for this show today. It was not only timely, but I think extremely, extremely important for the people out there now that are either have a history of being real stressed and real uneasy and, and real kind of flustered in their life and and also for the people that have had it together. And now, right now, they may not. So <laughs> thank you for these. And, and thank you for the words of wisdom. Thank you for the recommendations. And thank you for the options that you make available. Okay. <laughs> well, you uh, continue to travel safe and take and care do, of yourself. And do your good work. And uh, we sure love and appreciate you. Right back at you. You guys are wonderful at what you do. I send my best to you and your family. Be well. Stay healthy. You too, and let's you give your mother our regards as well. I sure will. Be well, guys. All right. Thank Bye. you. The Robinsons, aren't they awesome? They're so good. I enjoy talking with them. You know what? Herbs have been around for a very long time. They've gone from the point where they were only considered to be medicine to the point where they are now, where there's medicine benefits as well as alternative benefits, options, I love that word, and also nutritional benefits that, you know, we can gleam along the way every day. We don't have to wait till there's a problem. Make sure to check out the full line of Cedar Bear Naturals Tink Track Liquid Herbals at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They found a way to make those god-awful tasting tinctures taste good, and they've now done it without alcohol. They use a glycerin base, so... Um, people that don't want the alcohol, can't have the alcohol, never wanted the alcohol, don't have to do it anymore. Uh, the Tink Tracks are glycerin-based. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They're your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. You'll find them on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right near Smith's, at 840 South Rancho Drive. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley really good at what they do they're so good actually and they they just make you feel comfortable and you go in there with frustration and confusion and you leave with clarity you go in with things that you might have tried along the way that may not just been the best path for you 
and after a conversation, they're going to let you know some things that are going to work and are going to make your life better and healthier and more effective. So definitely check out the folks that stay healthy. Check out this amazing fully packed full service store. You'll be glad that you did. Call them at 702-877-2494-877-2494. Plan to uh, have mail order services. They have all those available. Talk to them. See what's available to get everything to your door, wherever that door may be. You can also have them get your order ready for you so you can swoop in and pick it up. Although we love perusing around the store and looking at all the stuff to see what's new and what's updated, sometimes we can't. Sometimes we're busy. Sometimes we just got to run and grab what we need, but they can have it ready and save you time. And when you're there, check out all the remodeling, all the changes they're making. Take a look at the store. It looks fantastic. Um, They're making your environment and your shopping experience so much better. And I call it a learning experience because that's what Stay Healthy is all about. Learning more, being more on top of your game, helping with the clarity, helping with your focus, and working with people that have such amazing longevity in this industry who are relevant on their information and up to date on all the new breaking information that's at our fingertips. Remember to fill out a slip for their monthly drawing. Uh, They have a drawing there, I think, almost every month. All you got to do is fill out a slip. You never know. You might just get the call and say, come on down and pick it up. You won. So that's available as well. Remember their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Go there, print a coupon to use in the store, enter your email address for future newsletters, listen to any of the radio show broadcast, and also make sure to follow them on Facebook as well. Stay Healthy Health Food Store your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. Check out all the amazing tinctures, the individual herbs, and the blended combinations, all from Cedar Bear Naturals. And the great thing is if you have any questions, they'll be there to help you out. They are so good, and you're going to be so happy that you became part of the Stay Healthy family. Y'all have a great day. Um, Greetings from Colorado. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be well, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.